welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are all of your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. Thank you and welcome to the program, Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Keeper Blakesley, and welcome to Voice America Kids Network. Today we will be talking about the movie The Box Trolls, My Little Pony, Equestria Girl, Rainbow Rock, and The Hero of Color City. Right now I'm talking with a very respectable businessman, Mr. Alan Zack, the Senior Director of Marketing and Education at XPRIZE. Thank you very much, Alan, for being on the show. Thank you, Kiefer. Great to be here. So um, before we get into the XPRIZE contest, well, why don't you give us a little bit of your overview of your career? Uh, sure. So uh, in marketing, I basically have focused all my, my efforts uh, post-college on marketing, really more towards the younger generation, working at Disney, uh, working on, in video games at uh, Activision Blizzard, uh, as well as Mattel in their toy group, Hot Wheels group. So it's really exciting to be able to work with the younger generations and understanding what they're looking for in the latest and greatest of the trends and delivering them a product that meets their needs. And I, when I was researching your, bio, your biography and everything, I have to say that, again, I am very impressed by your career. You've had a lot of experience on this, uh, on children's entertainment. So it's great for you to be on this, uh, this new contest. Speaking of which, can you please explain to our viewers what XPRIZE is? Sure, Kiefer. So XPRIZE is a nonprofit organization built to create large-scale incentivized competitions to solve grand challenges facing humanity. So what is an incentivized competition? It's where we put up millions of dollars to have someone or a team solve a problem that's going to benefit society. And that we do not dictate where the, the team comes from, their age, uh, their education level, all we say is bring your best innovation, solve this problem, and you will win the prize purse. And we have five, we have awarded five competitions, and we have four active competitions running right now, everywhere from ocean cleanup, uh, for oil from ocean cleanup, uh, things from high fuel efficient cars to putting a privately funded rover on the moon. Uh, to creating the a real life medical tricorder from Star Trek fame, um, and so because we run such a wide array of, of competitions, it's a very exciting time for X Prize because we really are revolutionizing so many different markets in what we do through our incentivized competitions. Wow, this is amazing and to be and what's age range between is it um what's the age range between the the video contest again well so what you're referring to is our latest education prize and that is uh the disney's big hero six around the upcoming movie disney's big hero six mm -hmm. uh it's the disney big hero six x prize challenge and what we're doing there is incentivizing kids ages 8 to 17 to bring their best ideas on how to solve a problem that's facing their community or even the world and put a solution 
forward in a th- up to a three minute video. And it's a it's a great because we also realize through our incentivized competitions that XPRIZE runs that some of the best ideas don't necessarily have to come from people that have experience in this certain problem. And most of the time, kids are the ones that are also coming up with great ideas on how to think of a problem differently and come up with a better solution that has been thought before. And... It's absolutely amazing that, again, there's not really much of a cutoff um, to what pe- people can do. And, and when you were saying that there's, they don't have to have too much experience, it, it all has to have a, either a passion or drive to make this world a better place. And, again, that does come from kids as well. So I'm very excited to be able to talk about this with you. So back into the information about the videos um how do you think people should get started and how do where do they send the videos to sure well the best thing for them to do is go to our website xprizechallenge.org slash big hero six that's going to give them the information first of all there's a great video on the homepage that walks them through how to create their video what their video should be about and where to submit it and all the information is laid out um, on about the, the process of submitting, what the judges will be looking for. And I can tell you that our judge criteria is we really want kids to be thinking innovative. We want them to be think creatively. And we want them to do a, give a great explanation of the topic, not only the problem, but their solution. And to do all that, wrap it up, as I said, in a three-minute video. But the more important thing is, is as they're thinking big, we also plan on having them win big. And we have some great prizes for the top six winners because in essence, like Disney's Big Hero 6, we want to create the world's real Big Hero 6. So we're going to pick the three best videos from ages 8 to 12 and another three videos from ages 13 to 17. So for those six videos, those winners will be flown out to L.A. Uh, the first week of November. They're going to come to the XPRIZE headquarters, learn how we innovate and how we come up with our XPRIZES uh, for the real world. Then they're going to walk the red carpet of the premiere of Disney's Big Hero 6 in Hollywood. They're also going to get a VIP tour of Disney Animation Studios, wow. a VIP tour of Disney Imagineering, and that is the group that actually is the uh, creative genius behind all the rides at attractions at the Disney theme parks. Plus, they're going to be getting other great prizes. From, for example, first free registration of First Robotics, a exclusive Little Bits kit. Uh, just a great package. And so we want to make sure that we're, we're rewarding the real th- big thinking that these kids are doing. We also know that kids are natural innovators, inventors, and creative problem solvers. We just want to put them to a place where they can bring those ideas and make a video around it. So we're excited to be able to offer this up to kids. And again, the ages is between 8 and 17. Video deadline is October 12th. So it's right around the corner. October 12th is the deadline to submit a video. However, okay. yes. if, if, <laughs> Kiefer, if you don't get a chance to, for your listeners to submit a video, there's also going to be a public voting period. We're excited to have people all around the country look at the top 20 videos from all the submissions 
and vote on what they think is the best idea. So it's not just our opinion of what the best idea is. It's everyone's opinion on the best idea. And the, the public voting is going to start October 15th and go through October 19th. Again, October 15th through the 19th. And they can go to xprizechallenge.org slash bighero6 to see the top 20 videos and vote on them. You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Keeper Blakesley, and today we're talking about the films The Box Trolls, My Little Pony, X- Equestria Girls, Rainbow Rock, and The Hero of Color City. Right now, I was talking with Alan Zach on the prizes for X Prize, and we're going to get back into that. Alan, I cannot, I'm speechless of the opportunity you're giving the kids um, just to give them the opportunity to make a video making a model, a story, or, any, uh, or a drawing about how they can change the world. This is a huge opportunity. So my biggest question to you is, where did this idea come from? Like, what, where did the creative minds to come up with this contest come from? Well, it really is the theme of Disney's Big Hero 6, the movie that is coming out on November 7th. The, the idea is that in the movie, these kids think big. They innovate. They're inventors. And through their genius, they're able to solve crime. And we wanted to take that and make that real world. Why can't there be the big, the real life Big Hero 6 with ideas that can tackle some of the grand challenges that are facing humanity? And as I mentioned before, Kiefer, yes. you don't have to be someone that is knowledgeable about an area or have a certain uh, experience to be able to come up with a solution. Some of the best ideas we've had, because XPRIZE has worked on other education initiatives, have come from kids. And we want to have this platform for kids to bring forth their ideas and to share with the country what their answer is to a problem. Kids have a lot of ideas. And what's, what's sad to most people is like they don't get a chance to be able to get, to get those ideas um, out there. So you're giving these kids a fantastic opportunity. So again, for the for the viewers who are, for listening, make sure to go to www.xprizechallenge.org slash bighero6 to learn more about the, the videos. So are there any last things you want to talk about this contest before we, before the segment's over? Uh, no. Again, I just uh, thank you for the time. And as I mentioned, I think there were we're looking forward to some really big ideas here uh, from your viewers. And if they do not get a chance to submit a video by October 12th, uh, at least they should be part of the crowd voting uh, and have a say in what they feel should be the top six videos that win the big Disney's Big Hero 6 X-Prize Challenge. So again, get those ideas going, get those videos sent, and if not, vote, vote, vote for these fantastic ideas. Thank you so much, Alan, for talking about this X-Prize. It's been truly a pleasure. Thank you, Kiefer. I appreciate the time. Let's take a break. I'm your host, Kiefer Blakesley, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? 
It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. It's Kids and Cars. If you could get behind the wheel of your favorite hot car, where would you take it? Join your hosts, who are both car enthusiasts, as they take you inside, on the road, and past the pits with your favorite concept cars. This is your chance to burn rubber and leave the others behind in the dust. Tune in to Kids and Cars, Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. If you missed the show, you might as well be stuck in the garage. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Brianna Hope and you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today we have just finished speaking to Alan Zach from XPRIZE about the Big Hero 6 Challenge. And next, we are going to talk about the Box Trolls, My Little Pony, Equestria Girls, Rainbow Rocks, and the Hero of Color City. So right now, we are speaking with the wonderful Kiefer about Box Trolls. So how are you doing today, Kiefer? Fantastic. Now I'm talking about a Lakia film. This is fantastic. Ah, ah. See? You got it right. You got it right. Yes. <laughs> so, Kiefer, tell me all about the Box Trolls. Well, this is another, again, as I say, Lakia stop-motion animation, animation film. And the story is that a boy named Eggs, played by uh, Isaac Hempstead White, is now is an orphan boy who is born and raised from the box trolls, little creatures that live under the city of Cheese Bridges, yeah, that's the name, and rummage through the city at night looking for parts to create adventures with. But, however, our antagonist, Archibald Snatcher, played by Ben Kingsley, wants to exterminate every last box troll. So it's up to Eggs and, uh, and Winnie, played by Ella Fanning, to stop this from happening and to teach the box trolls to stop hiding and stand up for themselves. When you were saying they were from the box troll area, I thought you were going to say the Bronx. I'm like, oh my gosh, they're from the Bronx? So, <laughs> mini, mini spasm there. Uh, I saw the trailer for this film, and I keep forgetting that word, but I, f- I saw the trailers for this film, and it reminded me a lot of Coraline. And speaking of Coraline, they have the same like imagery and the same look to it. So how about the animation and stop motion to this film? How did you like it? Well, you are right. This is the same people who created Coraline, Paranorman. So again, we're back to stop motion. And again, I love stop motion. I cannot get enough of it. I, it's, it. It's very rare to see stop motion films nowadays. Stop it's motion like me and Josh Hutcherson. Agree. You just can't get enough <laughs> of him. <laughs> but you just, the, I, it, it dates back to Wallace and Gromit, Gumby, most of our favorite um, Christmas specials. So stop motion is a very um, supposedly simple way of doing it. You just have to make the model, which is usually a mechanical model for you to move the puppets around. You put them on the set, you move it once, take a picture, move it again, take a picture, until it makes a cohesive 
um, sorry, not cohesive, affluent imagery and makes it into a film. Now, it's a painstaking and yes. also very hard to master. So it seems simple, but it is very hard to make it look real and amazing. And they do a fantastic job with the boxes being able to fold and um, crumble or even, even the slide on the boxes. I mean, this is, it's, they're like a turtle. These turtles. <laughs> they're like turtles. I know. They just they like fold up into the boxes. They they take one hand out. They put one head head out. I mean, it's just it's very great animation, especially with the details of of them. They just they like they look hand painted, and they're just so well de the detailed um, puppets. Whew. Very passionate there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for those of you who. Um, I mean, well, not for those of you, but we, we always see, like, live-action films. I mean, usually. And then we see animation yes. that looks very, very realistic. If you see how our animation is, like, progressing now, it's like you can, like, if you can take a quick look, it looks like real, real-life acting. And it, it's so weird. But anyway, with stop-motion, I've always, I've always not wanted to do stop-motion, but I always have a respect for them mm-hmm. because... It is so hard. Mm-hmm. It, it really is because you have to move it very, very slightly. You can't move it too much or it looks like they're jumping from one position to the next. And, yeah. and I remember this one thing where they were making a stop motion film. and Like it was a short because it mm-hmm. takes forever. And it was about like 10, 15 minutes. And at like maybe at the 12 minute mark of, of them, like at the end of the thing, someone knocked it over. So... They had to start all over again, and then they finished it. Oh. But it's like they were like, "Yeah, you better enjoy this film because <laughs> I slaved to over overdo this." So you guys have to understand, mm. it's very, very hard. And when you when you get to that point where you flip it over, it's kind of sucks. <laughs> Twelve minutes is so different from an hour and a half film. Yeah, but you know, uh, it's still yeah. long. <laughs> it is. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Brianna Hopeton, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today, we are talking about the Box Trolls, My Little Pony, Equistra, Girls Rainbow Rocks, and the Hero of Color City. So right now, let's continue speaking with Kiefer about the Box Trolls. And sorry for me rambling. It's time to, it's time for you to talk, Kiefer. Um, who is your favorite character? My favorite character has to be Ultrabot Snatcher, our villain, Playboy Ben Kingsley, my friend, this is an example of what British actors can provide in voice acting. Because I'm not going to give anything away, but this character literally plays two different personas. Mm-hmm. One's a female and the other one's a male. Oh, but good. I did not know that. <laughs> because, well, the male part is it's not even recognizable because he's, he's got this really thick Cockney accent. So it's like, <laughs> it's really kind of garbled but it's still very clear so I didn't even know that was Ben Kingsley but when he his female persona comes out oh that falsetto voice is to <laughs> die for because he gets up he sings or she I'm sorry she sings she dances she's very comedic it's a very com- um, hilarious actor and this is an example of how a how the voice matches that very diabolical, eccentric villain up on screen. So all of the, all of those voice actors do a fantastic job, especially Ben Kingsley. 
So the passion in your voice is making me want to see this film 15 times over. I just want to let you know that. Hopefully. <laughs> so the tagline in the, of, of this film is heroes come in all shapes and sizes, even rectangles. So how do you think this tagline fits in with the film? Well, it shows that, well, there was a misunderstanding. And to be honest, though that's not my favorite cliche, but I'll let it slide. Uh, <laughs> I'll let it slide. But... <laughs> But still, it's, there's a misunderstanding that these box trolls will, well, are evil. They'll eat you. They're like, they're like the, book, they're, they're the quintessential boogeyman for this time. Mm-hmm. So they think they're going to eat you and everything. And the funny thing is, this um, Winnie, the girl, when she first realized that these, that these um, box trolls aren't evil, her reaction isn't happiness. In fact, it's disappointment. And oh. Ella Fanning does a funny job saying like, where were the mountains of skulls? Where were the where were the the bodies of where were the bodies of dead people? I was promised bodies of dead people. I'm like, what is this? She had it's, a troubled past. <laughs> but that's but that, again, that gets me into what kind of comedy this film. A lot of this movie is shock comedy. Sorry, shock humor. It's it's kind of like British comedy, um, shock humor stuff. Like you don't expect this to happen. And again, that's funny comedy, but. You you stare at that one joke and thinking, did I see that right? Um, <laughs> okay, and then you start laughing because then you finally get it in your mind like, oh, that's a joke. That huh, actually that's did funny. happen. That <laughs> happened now. Yeah, I just I love Elle Fanning because you know she's amazing she's and her sister's amazing. <laughs> but I feel like everyone has those villains that it's like everyone has that villain standard. Like, it's supposed to be this way, and if it's anything less, you're not really a villain. So I definitely understand when she was like, um, I was promised this, and you didn't, <laughs> you didn't give me what I was promised. <laughs> so I definitely understand that. Uh, how many stars do you give this film out of five, even though I kind of already know, but I'm just going to let you say it anyway? Oh, that's hard to say. I, I have to say five, <laughs> about five stars. That was hard for you. <laughs> it, it was, because it does provide very engaging characters, fantastic stop motion, and... A very witty script, especially with its comedy and characters. Yeah, scripts are... I feel like scripts and, I mean, everything into a film makes it amazing. But I feel like if you have a really good script, then you're, like... You know what I mean. It's kind of like you just have that punch there that's, that helps you along things. So a script makes, makes, makes a good movie. Yes, it does. So the music in this film, I know you, you said very little about the music, or I don't know if you said anything about the music, but how was the music to you? How dare I leave out the music, excuse yes. me. Yes, uh, you know how I like music. The music is, there's some people who play instruments in this film, which are the, the actual um, stop motion characters, and... Again, they have to, you have the people playing the trumpet, or you have like the one-man band with the, the big drum on his back they go in sync with the characters and also the it also defines the different worlds because when you're up on the top world with the with the humans it's very sort of snobbish like it's very <laughs> fancy and sometimes eerie because at night you can't see any, you it's very dark and misty and the only way for you to find your way home is from the post the, is from the lamp lights but when you go into the box trolls world it's lively it's up and at them it's like a whole different world you're like like a kid in a candy store it's never dark it's it's lit up by um 
fallen light bulbs. They find in garbage cans it's that, that look like stars. It's up and it's very energetic. They're, it's almost like they play instruments with the, with the tin cans that are on the ground. Because on the ground, there's, full, there's like folded boxes for the characters to slide on. And they also slide on like tin cans and everything. So it, the music certainly defines the different worlds this film provides. Yep, as my dad said, music comes from everywhere. So you oh. can use anything for music. I mean, music is everywhere. Just yeah. want to say that. <laughs> well, Kiefer, thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about the box trolls. Pleasure. I'm sure it was. <laughs> <laughs> it's in theaters now, so please check it out. Let's take a break. I'm your host, Brianna Beaton from Kids First Coming Attractions, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. Are you ready to explore the amazing world under the sea? Your host is a certified scuba diver, explorer, he likes to cook, and most of all, he's just a kid like you. You'll find out a lot more lies under the sea than what you've seen on TV, in movies, and even in aquatic parks. You'll learn about all kinds of fish, as well as other sea creatures. We'll take you to some exotic destinations and so much more. There's a whole big world under sea just waiting to be discovered. Tune in to Under the Sea, Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Voice America Kids. Every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, on Voice America Kids. What about the world concerns you? Is it future success? Is it world issues? Are you just looking to change the world in general? Tune in to What Up World? It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, or what you look like. Everyone is entitled to the same chance for success. Follow your dreams. Move forward. Make a difference. Tune into What Up World every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. 
Hey, welcome back to Kids Best Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Keeper Blakesley, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Today, we were just talking about the films The Box Trolls and interviewing Alan Zach, the Senior Director for X-Prize Challenge. We're also talking about the films The Hero of Color City. Right now, I'm talking with Haley and Jerry on My Little Pony Equestria Girls Rainbow Rock. How are you doing, Jerry? I'm doing very good. Fantastic. And what about you, Haley? I'm doing good, too. How are you? Oh, just superb. <laughs> so, before we get into the film, I heard that both of you went to the premiere of this. So, um, Haley, would you talk about your experience at the, at the premiere? The premiere was very fun because we went to um, the red carpet, so we got to interview a lot of stars. Um, um, sorry, it wasn't red. It was purple because it's My Little Ponies. And, um, yeah, it was purple. And we got to meet um, most of the characters, and some of them played doubled. And we also got to meet the writers. And what kind of questions did you ask the writers and the voice actors? I asked them questions like... How fun did you have shooting this? Um, did you like writing it, or do how like what type of person is your character for um, the characters who played in the movie? And what were some of the answers? Some of them said the type of character is like, for example, Twilight. She's like this book smart girl who likes to have fun and to. Yeah, and um, the the songwriter, um, he said that he loves writing songs for the ponies, and he had a great time doing it. Fantastic. And Jerry, what about your experience at the premiere? Well, it was very cool. I got to interview a couple of the, um, well, the voice actors that were from My Little Pony, the shows and the movies. I also got to talk to other people like Jamie Foxx, which was very cool. And what kind of questions did you ask the Jamie Foxx or the other or the other people you interviewed? Well, I asked a lot of the people that weren't related to the show what was their favorite pony and how is it to be at the carpet of My Little Pony. But the questions I asked the voice actors who played the roles is how did they make this voice? And I actually got to talk to the people who are responsible for all the songs and ask them how did they create the vo- the songs for such. Uh, movies and it's actually interesting one of them told me that for this movie they created more pop songs because it's more high school more battle of the band style which I, I thought it was a very good idea so kind of a hip kind of music sounds fun so uh, I understand you also saw the film Jerry so can you tell us about the story about the movie yeah well pretty much the story about the film it's a very complex plot actually little, a whole bunch of tiny little plots in it well, in the different dimension not related to My Little Pony show, well, actually, it kind of is related. Long story. Anyway, <laughs> it's called Cantalot High. It's pretty much the ponies, but they're humans. And um, all the ponies are there from the normal world, except Twilight Sparkle, the main pony, I guess you can say. And pretty much everything is going well since the last adventure in that land. I mean, they defeated the villain, and everything's going pretty happy. But then when, like, this kind of dance performance thing that uh, kids can create bands, turns into a battle of bands from three girls. They have to call, call Twilight from the other world to save everything. So it's very action-packed. Wow. So, Haley, I want to get back to you. So back to the um, red carpet. 
sorry, purple carpet, excuse me. What was your favorite person to interview? Can you say that again? Who was your favorite person to interview? Oh, my favorite person to interview was um, the character, um, the person who played Twilight Sparkle, because I actually got to meet one of the characters and how she liked it and how fun it was to do this movie. Mm. Her name was Tara Strong. Ah, Tara. Fantastic. And Jay, what would you say um, your favorite person to interview on the purple carpet was? No, I really can't say I had a favorite. I have mm-hmm. to say that I've been wanting to meet Tara Strong for a long time. I've known her before. Well, known about her before I watched My Little Pony. So it's very exciting to meet her. But I honestly don't think I have a favorite. I think they're all extremely cool. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I can possibly pick a favorite. It's hard to. Some some of these stars are just so amazing to talk to. It's just hard to pick your favorite, especially if they may be listening. Who you know? Yeah. You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Kiva Blakesley, and today we're talking about the films The Box Trolls, The Hero of Color City, and we were interviewing Alan Zack for the X Prize Challenge. Right now, I was talking with Haley and Jerry about My Little Pony, Equestria Girls, Rainbow Rock, and how both of them went to the premiere and they met so many great stars, and how it was just fun to talk to such cool people. So, Jerry, back to the film. What would you say that your favorite character in this whole film was? My favorite character would probably be, just because this is me, and because I am a big pony fan, as some of you may know, my favorite uh, character was Rainbow Dash, because she's just course. awesome, and the awesomeness never goes away. As she says, she is 20% cooler than everything else. So, uh, yeah, Rainbow Dash, definitely. Rainbow Dash all the way. I have a t-shirt of Rainbow Dash, Rainbow Dash actually. So, matching t-shirts. Woo! <laughs> and Haley, I understand, I understand you didn't see the film, but do you have a favorite My Little Pony character? Of course I do. Oh, My course. favorite is Twilight Sparkle because, one, I Sparkle and Pinkie Pie because Pinkie Pie, she's kind of like me and she's always happy and silly and fun and she's awesome. And then Twilight Sparkle, she's kind of like that girl who is a leader. Mm. And I understand you're a huge My Little Pony fan, I understand, right? Right. Right. So are you excited? Uh, what are you most excited to see from this film? I'm most excited to see how the movie's going to be and how cool and and how it ends since I didn't see the ending. Mm. So, Jerry, what would you say the moral of the story is? What have we learned through this whole film? You know, I think the moral of the story, there's actually a lot of morals. Mm. And I'm going to pick, pick definitely not the main one because I want everybody to watch the movie and find out. It's just that good. But I think the moral of the story is don't judge anybody by past history. Because one of the characters that was actually the villain in the past film is now converted and is good. But everyone's judging her and not letting her do anything. And she really has a couple friends and that's it. And she's kind of lonely and she's always reminded, oh yeah, you're a demon six months ago. Have fun. Oh, that's, that's a good message to teach people not to judge a book by its cover and just because somebody did something bad doesn't mean that they can't change yeah i mean 
people a lot of people, I know a lot of people who who used to be mean to me but now we're like the bestest friends because that we bestest friends we're now great friends because we actually got to talk to each other and we got to really know about our, about our lives so that's actually great more to teach kids yes it's a very good moral i definitely agree well how will you say the age range for this film is jerry you know the age range um Honestly, don't know if I should even do 1 to 18 because, seriously, there's nothing wrong with the film. Even younger kids than that would just, that can't really understand the concept of hearing yet, will just enjoy the bright colors. So I think a good age range is 0 to 18, honestly, because anybody would love it from a just newborn baby to a 20-year-old. All around a, f- a fantastic film to show everybody. That sounds fantastic. <clears throat> and how many? Sorry. <clears throat> so I'm guessing I know how many stars you're going to give it, but um, just in case, how many would? Me? Yes. How many stars would you give it? To <laughs> uh, I definitely will give it five out of five stars. And you know, it's not just for them doing so much cool. There's something specific I wanted to talk about that Hasbro outdid themselves with. So I'm not going to take up too much of the time. Pretty much there's a little pony in the background that used to be in the show named Derpy Hoops, and the fan base loved it. In the last movie, at the very end credits, you can see Derpy Hoops in the background. Well, in this movie, Derpy Hoops is in the background a lot. So it's kind of like a cameo? Kind of. And they also included a lot of references to the show. So I thought that was such a good idea. Well, speaking of which, um, do you feel like you have to be a fan of the show to actually fully understand the film? Oh, yeah. It's definitely not something that's completely based off itself because Mm -hmm. it relates a lot to the show. And if you don't understand anything, it's going to be like, what? I see. So I have some My Little Pony research to catch up on. Yes, you do. (laughs) So, Haley, what would you say, especially with your experience on Kids First, um, do you think it's one of your favorite um, premieres to go to? It was a good premiere because I had a lot of fun interviewing all the stars, and I was surprised to see a lot of adults there all the way down to children watching My Little Pony, such as Jamie Foxx, down to the people on Nickelodeon. So I was like, wow, this must be a really good movie to see. So um, this is definitely one of my favorites. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed being on the purple carpet. Fantastic. Well, thank you very much, Haley and Jay, for talking about My Little Pony, Equestria Girls, and Rainbow Rocks. It's been a pleasure as usual. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Let's take a break. I'm your host, Keeper Blakesley, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune in to Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? 
If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Brianna Hope and you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today we have just finished speaking to Jerry and Haley about My Little Pony, Equestria Girls, Rainbow Rocks. And now we are going to talk about the Hero of Color City. So right now we are speaking with the wonderful twins, Kendall and Kayla, about the Hero of Color City. Thank you for joining us today. Kendall, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? I'm doing fabulous. Thank you for asking. Asking. And Kayla, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing fabulous. So, Kendall, can you please tell us about the Hero of Color City? Yes, The Hero of Color City is a story about a little boy who enjoys drawing. And also he has a pack of crayons that come to life every single night once he falls asleep. And then the yellow crayon is afraid of everything. So she becomes extremely terrified when an unfinished drawing demands that she gives him color. And that's when yellow refuses to give him color and runs away. And she accidentally leads the two unfinished drawings to Color City. And that's when a lot of trouble begins. And that's when all the colors are in danger of losing their color because the unfinished drawings plan to destroy the city. Oh, it's like if I was a color, like my favorite color is blue. And someone was demanding that I become a white crayon. I'm like, but... I've been a blue crayon all my life, so I totally understand their yeah. aspiration of keeping their color because no one wants to change colors. It's just unheard of. <laughs> so, Kayla, lots of colors in this film are present. How do you think the animation like presents itself in this film? I thought the animation presented itself actually great because um, throughout the film, like it really kind of like make the colors pop more and make them kind of like more realistic. And also it showed it showed how the colors were faded and you could definitely see like the different layers of the colors, like how lighter it can get. And it was actually pretty interesting. Yeah, because if you think about it, this is a film about colors. So I'm thinking that they would pay extra close attention to the colors and how they are being presented or how are they being seen? Because if, the actual colors aren't being aren't being presented well then nothing is so totally understand so kendall some of the voice actors in this film are owen wilson christina ricky jose perez to name a few how do you think the voice acting acting I i thought they did phenomenal expressing the characters because they made each character sound unique because the blue character was a cool, had like, was very cool, and he cared about his friends. 
And so the voice character that played Blue, Wayne Brady, did a fantastic job making Blue sound like he was very cool, chill, and relaxed kind of character, and which I thought was, a fa- was fantastic, and I really enjoyed that. I'm glad. I'm glad you did, because enjoying films is what we do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's cool to think that each color has their own personality, because when we think of Blue, we think of chill. Well, well, some of us think of water, some of us think of yeah. air, but like as an emotion and as like a personality, we either think of sad or chill. Like I'm very cool like. And yeah. I'm glad that he kind of represents what we think of as blue. So it's yeah. very interesting. <laughs> so Kayla, Frank Gladstone directs this film. How do you think he directs the voice actors and, and the and the animation and the music and all these other things that come into making a film? I thought he directed the film wonderfully because also like what Kendall said, how each crayon, like it kind of like represented like an expression. Like the red crayon was really feisty. So I liked how the director made the voice actor feisty and also how he directed um, how he directed the the people who drew the drawings like it was actually pretty cool like how it was all created I thought that was really awesome yeah I think that drawing in general is because I try to draw but it's a struggle because I can't draw. I mean, I can, I can draw a circle if I really tried, but, but that's about it. So these, these people that, that is their job and that's what they are like professionals at. I hold respect for them. So Kendall, uh, the writers, Jess Kenward, Kedward and JP McCormick obviously write this film. How do you think the screenplay well was? I thought they did a great job because I really enjoyed this movie. Um, I thought this was very interesting and also um, a very unique and different type of movie because it was all about crayons. And I thought that was very different. And I also enjoyed it. I just really liked it. I really like this movie. I understand. I understand. <laughs> we all of those like, I just, I just, yeah, uh. I just <laughs> it's, it's a trouble with words. We all have it. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Brianna Hope Beaton, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today we are talking about the hero of Color City. So right now, let's continue speaking about Kendall and Kayla about the hero of Color City. And we were just talking about how the writers and the directors and and the stars and and the animation and the music and everything else was very colorful. (laughs) As you see my pun there, the colors. Okay. (laughs) So Kayla, what aspect of the film did you love the most? Like what part did you love the most? So, like, my favorite part? Yes. Okay, like so it could my be favorite... Music, it could be the scene. It could be anything. Okay, so my favorite part is... I kind of have two. So my favorite part is when, when they were when they showed the entire town of Post City. So I thought that was really cool because 
since this is about colors, it made the colors like so bright and beautiful, and it just like was made made me feel cheerful in the movie theater. I was like, oh, cool! Like I I felt I had like a happy feeling in my inside just watching mm-hmm. them watching them show the whole entire city because it was so bright and colorful. And also, I, I really liked um, um, how how they drew the crayons and like how they made the crayons seem like an actual person, but they were actually a crayon. So yeah, I that's it's like cool. it's like they're transferring. Yeah, they were tra- like it's like a per- human person in a crayon, shaped like a crayon or something. Okay, I I have a joke to that. So we have at my school twin day, and instead of being a twin with one person, there was about seven or eight of us, and we dressed up as crayons. <laughs> so <laughs> this has a really big memory to me because I was the white crayon because of a pun, and I mean it was so funny. So we had a picture. Of, we were all we were all together like from color to color, and then we had a box around us. It was it was cool. <laughs> so this this movie has very significant thing to me. So. Kendall, I just want to ask you something. When, since this is, is about colors, do they have, like, since there's a yellow and blue and red and green and black and all these different colors, did they have their own, like, did they have friends that were yellow or those, or those were the only colors? Like, were there a bunch of yellows and a bunch of blues and a bunch of greens? Um, during the, they were, during the movie, there was a bunch of different shades of uh-huh. yellows and blues and greens and reds because there is a navy blue, a teal, a baby blue, and there was pink in two different shades or multiple different shades. And I really thought that was awesome because they didn't just stick with the common colors. True. They branched out and used multiple different colors. And I thought that was great. And I really, I really like that. Yeah, because I just wanted to know because I obviously didn't know. I just, yeah. because when I see different films and they have things that aren't really not real and they make multiple of them, I just wanted to know. So really quick, Kayla, how many stars do you give this film? I give this film four out of five stars. And Kendall, how about you? I would give it five out of five stars because Ooh. I thought this movie was so interesting and I would think everybody would enjoy it. I was smiling throughout the whole movie. I'm glad. I just might see this film. <laughs> well, Kendall and Kayla, thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about the hero of Color City. You're, You're welcome. welcome. That sync thing, it always <laughs> gets to me. It's, it was out October 3rd in theaters, so please check it out. And please look for our reviews on the Huffington Post. We're in the teens section, and our blog is called Kids First. Thanks so much for joining with us. This is your host, Brianna Hope Tom, and you have been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. To hear more film reviews and to learn how you can become a Kids First film critic, go to www.kidsfirst.org and check out our Kids First blog on the Huffington Post. This show is produced for the kids, for the Voice America Kids Network by Kids Star Radio. We empower kids. Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Channel. Now you know what to see. And speaking of see, we'll see you again next week. Hello, my 
my name is Cindy Marie from Phoenix, Arizona and host of Bookworm. The kids are up on the month. This month is Back in School, Neil Brewer and Friends. Let's listen to Dodgeball. Look out, Mary's got the ball. And her eyes are set on you. She's lean, she's mean, she's quick and tall. There's nothing you can do. One time she drew a beat on Fred back when he first moved in. She slung one straight upside his head. Fred hasn't played since then. We laughed when we first saw her throw. With that wind-up fling and twirl Now every single kid I know Tries throwing like that girl But none of us have matched her way Perhaps it's in the eyes We only know that when she plays We drop like swatted flies Dodgeball, dodgeball Mary gonna make us fall It ought to be against the law She should even play at all Dodgeball, dodgeball, Mary sure is beautiful But friend, I wouldn't tell her that Cause she'll wind up hard And you'll wind up flat Same thing happens every day Mary puts us in our place Though we try, we cannot get away from that Mona Lisa face Each day we wonder who it is She's gonna level first And when she's through with what she does We all line up for the nurse Dodgeball, dodgeball Mary's gonna make us fall It ought to be against the law She should even play at all Dodgeball, dodgeball Mary sure is beautiful But friend, I wouldn't tell her that Cause she'll wind up When I go out into the world, don't know what job I'll do But I can bet I'm no one girl who's gonna run a wrecking crew Dodgeball, dodgeball, Mary gonna make us fall It ought to be against the law, she should even play it on Dodgeball, dodgeball, Mary sure is beautiful But friend, I wouldn't tell her that cause she'll wind up hard She gonna wind up hard The Kid Star Album of the Month is Back in School by Neil Brewer and Friends. All musical proceeds Neil Brewer and Friends received are donated to the Harvard Stem Cell Institute to put an end to a muscular dystrophy. For more information, go to the Kid Star website www.kidstar.org.